two cases for the doctor from sandy's selection by steel rudd this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by son of the exiles two cases for the doctor sandy behind the plough again uncle invalided moping at the house with a heavy thick muffler round his neck coughing and complaining of cold and a sore lip he had complained of a sore lip on and off for months the pain was getting unbearable he said and declared he would have to go to the hospital or see a doctor about it kate wished to heavens he would go anywhere so long as he didn't return any more she had come to regard uncle as a nuisance and a serious hindrance to sandy women are so changeable not so sandy himself he had no desire to lose uncle the bonds of kinship were still strong besides sandy was forgiving and sympathetic he took uncle in hand and patched him up bathed and poulticed the afflicted part and sat up late in the night humouring and keeping him company one evening sandy applied a little farmer's friend to uncle's lip to relieve the pain and for five or six minutes you would have thought a snake was coiled round uncle's leg he danced about the room with his hand over his mouth only removing it to swear and shout for water both kerosene tins were empty and uncle kicked one against the slabs and the other he sent flying close to kate's head then he bolted out the door and made for the gully sandy stared aghast for several moments his big heart heaving with concern and compassion then he turned to kate and with pathos in his voice asked her not to laugh uncle got worse every day till at last there was scarcely any living in the house with him one evening sandy heard that dr anderson was setting a limb for morrissey three miles down the creek he jumped on one of the old mares and rode down to morrissey's on his way home dr anderson called at sandy's selection and overhauled uncle a nice man was dr anderson or kate reckoned he was anyway he shook hands with kate he had the name of being clever too everyone on the creek said he was and there must have been eight or nine living there altogether counsellor he said after a careful examination of uncle's lip have to have it cut out and his big sympathetic eyes looked steadily into uncle's little grey ones through a pair of gold-rimmed specks uncle never flinched it'll be rather painful the doctor exclaimed and i'll have to put you on the chloroform uncle flinched then and became apprehensive uh, couldn't you do it without chloroform he stammered the doctor said he could would rather do it so in fact if uncle thought he could stand it uncle never displayed such nerve before stand it all right he said seating himself on a box and inviting the doctor to begin at once the latter smiled i'll be here to-morrow he said meanwhile your son here meaning sandy who stood gloomily by if he has a razor might shave your lip sandy had a razor an heirloom 
it was frequently used for shaving green hide and when the doctor came again uncle's top lip a long thin one that hung like a board in a calf's nose was scraped as bare as a boot everything was ready for the operation kate provided warm water and cloths sandy left the plough to come in and look on and uncle submitted himself bravely the doctor took off his coat and sandy groaned the doctor fossicked in a leather bag and produced a pair of bright scissors which he carefully wiped uncle turned very white but kept calm now put your lip out said the doctor uncle contorted his features till his lip projected like the peak of a policeman's cap then the doctor pushed back his white stiff cuffs reached out and like clipping a piece of cardboard snipped a v-shaped piece from uncle's lip uncle clenched his fists and quivered all over you're a briton the medico said did it hurt not much uncle answered large tears rushing from his eyes the wound was bathed and patched with sticking plaster and the rest of the day uncle lay on the sofa reflecting on his fate and the uselessness of life generally in four days dr anderson called again and cheerfully examined the patient the sticking plaster he found had mostly left the lip poked off by the stubble that had grown you must have another shave he said or the plaster'll never stick i'll be back again in about two hours and he prepared to depart tears came into uncle's eyes as he shifted restlessly on the sofa who's gonna shave me he asked oh he can do it again the doctor replied nodding towards sandy uncle turned his head as slowly as a wounded bear might and rested his eyes full on sandy who stood motionless at the fireplace looking the very temple of tenderness well then he said in a firm voice i want chloroform a glorious day there had been heavy rain on the creek and the air was crisp and clear no haze hung round the mountains everything bright and cheerful the bush was at its best uncle was about quite recovered quite himself again all his uselessness and inactivity had returned sandy was opening the last land he had just erected a stake with paper fastened to the head of it a mark to go by and was jumping the plough into line when his eye rested on a flag in the shape of a white skirt flying at the humpy sandy flung the plough down and regardless of the horses tore over the ploughed ground and was at the humpy in a few bounds he rushed from it again and raced wildly round in search of uncle uncle was in his nest uncle only caught the first words of what sandy said but he heard enough he raised himself quickly and stared in amazement here no send me send me let me go he shouted after sandy as the latter raced back to the plough sandy threw the harness from the horses dragged the mare after him and shoved her into an old spring cart housed under a tree at the back of the humpy 
then jumping in recklessly rattled down the creek at the risk of breaking his neck uncle stared after sandy till he became restless then walked about now and again pausing to glance at the deserted humpy where the white skirt was still flying uncle was agitated an hour passed still uncle walked up and down confound it he muttered what the devil did he want leaving me here for he thought he heard his name called my god and he looked up and listened but it was only his imagination another hour nearly spent uncle became remorseful he reproached himself what the devil did i want coming back here at all for he whined then lost himself in reverie when he woke up and looked round again the horse and cart were standing before the humpy sandy was there too hurrying big mrs mcnevin and a calico bundle indoors uncle was relieved presently sandy sauntered towards uncle when halfway he stood and leaned on the fence he looked lost uncle approached him well he whispered apprehensively sandy didn't answer his face was grave a heavy load seemed to be on his mind he sighed audibly then uncle too leaned on the fence and both were silent motionless till mrs mcnevin showed herself come sunday man she called lustily come and see your bairn do you ne'er hear the squills of it sandy gave a bound and could scarcely keep his feet in the haste he made to reach the humpy uncle left next day he wouldn't stay any longer on sandy's selection uncle couldn't stand excitement or a baby in the house that's why he never got married so he told sandy and mrs mcnevin end of two cases for the doctor from sandy's selection by steel rudd recording by son of the exiles